fuck it. <laughs> I don't have uh, I don't have an intro made, so <laughs> let's just do some wannabe gangster shit real quick. Fuck it, let's go. Welcome to Nabi, covering sports of all sorts. If there's any breaking news, you know we got the report. Our one and only goal is to make this your podcast resort. Get you your favorite team updates, both on and off of the court. Breaking down everything. NFL, NBA, MMA, not much a soccer fan, but might even cover Team USA. Is KD leaving Golden State? Is Jordan really the GOAT? Is LeBron comfortable in LA? We'll keep the team afloat. If GSP fights Khabib, we fight him toe to toe. While the Fury rematch, who's always gonna go? We'll cover everything and anything you wanna know. Whatever it may be, we'll break it all down on the show. Yo, yo, yo. What is up, everybody? This is Nabi Podcast. I'm your host, Sani Nabi. Um, real quick, to start the show, I just want to apologize to my subscribers and um, my OG listeners. I know it's been um, just about a week since last episode, but uh, this this past week hasn't really been the greatest. Um, work has been hectic, and my fiance's, uh, my fiance just recently, um, you know, got a death in the family, so she was dealing with that. I, um, you know, I wanted to be there as much as I can for her, but um, we're back now, and this is going to be episode 15, and this is going to be the um, review episode for ESPN, um, U- sorry, UFC on ESPN 5. Um, this happened this past Saturday, which was August 3rd, and so we're going to, you know, we're just going to break that one down, but before we get into that, I'm gonna start the show off really quick again. Sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna start this segment off by um, giving two quick shout-outs to uh, two of my partners. One being Smokey Hash. He produces um, CBD products. If you don't know um, the benefits of CBD, a lot of great benefits, starting with um, you know people who has horrible anxiety and depression. It helps with that. And of course, anyone who goes out there and trains their ass off, gets some hard-ass workouts in, is a great recovery method for after. Um, second shout out, I want to give a shout out to my partners at Champs Boxing Club. It is my local boxing gym in Danbury. It is located at 128 East Liberty Street, Danbury, Connecticut. If you guys are, um, you know, just looking for a dope ass gym to come train at, you know, great environment, great people, hit them up. Uh, you know, stop by, look for AJ and tell him I sent you. They will hook you up like no other. Great gym, great environment. Give them a shot. Um, all right. Now then, uh, now let's get right into the, um, you know, right into the episode. The uh, event itself, it wasn't the most, you know, entertaining or spectacular event. But regardless, we'll kind of get into it. I mean, honestly, I'm not going to break down or um, review all of the fights. Honestly, I'm just going to talk about the um, main event, which was Robbie Lawler versus Colby Covington at Welterweight. And, um... Yeah, we got a lot to talk about, but I will go down the card and, um, you know, talk, uh, you know, just name the results of the card. Uh, starting with the prelims, it started off with a woman's flyweight bout between Miranda Granger taking on Hannah Goldie. Miranda won that fight via, uh, I don't know if it's unanimous, but it says she won by decision. After that, it was a welterweight bout between Claudio, uh, Claudio Silva taking on Cole Williams and Claudio Silva won that fight uh, with a submission in round one. After that, it was a woman's flyweight bout between Lauren Murphy taking on Meryl Romero Barella. 
I hope I said that right. Um, Lauren Murphy won that fight by KO in round uh, three. I think it was, I believe it was a comeback fight if I heard that correctly when I was um, when I was out. Uh, after that was a flyweight bout between Jordan Espinoza taking on Mike Sch uh, Matt Schnell, and um, Matt Schnell won that fight via submission in round one. Uh, after that was a woman's flyweight bout between Antonina Shevchenko taking on Lucy uh, Pudilova and Antonina Shevchenko won that fight via submission in round two. After that um, it was the feature prelim bout and um, it was in the welterweight division and it was between Mickey Gall taking on Salim Tuahari and Mickey Gall won that fight via uh, unanimous decision. And uh, going right into the main card, it started off with a light heavyweight bout between Darko Stosic taking on Kennedy uh, I'm a fucking, I'm going to say that shit wrong as a motherfucker. Enzekuchu, we'll go with that. After that, <laughs> it was a lightweight bout between Scott Holtzman taking on Dong Hya Ma. And Scott Holtzman won that fight via TKO in, um, in between rounds two and three. The referee stopped it in between those rounds. Um, after that was a middleweight bout between Trevin Giles, and he took on Gerald Mearshart. And Mearshart won that fight via submission in round three. After that was a lightweight bout between Joaquim Silva, and he took on Nasrat Hakbarsat. God damn it. <laughs> And uh, Nasrat won that fight via TKO in round two. Uh, sorry, in, yeah, yeah, it was round two. And uh, co-main event was a lightweight bout between Jim Miller taking on Clay Guida. And Jim Miller won that via submission and not even a minute into the round, uh, into the fight. And um, the co-main, uh, sorry, just said the co-main event. The welterweight main event was a uh, welterweight bout. <laughs> sorry, guys, I'm a, little, um, I'm a little out of it. This is... This is going to be like my first on-the-go episode. You know, I'm not in the studio right now. I'm actually at work. But um, I wanted to make sure I get something out for you guys today. So, you know, if it takes me a little bit to get the ball rolling, you know, just bear with me. But, um, yeah, the welterweight main event, it was between Colby Covington taking on Robbie Lawler. And Colby Covington won that fight via unanimous decision. Um, yeah, we're going to get right into that fight and just talk about that and, you know, talk about the division moving on from there. But, um, yeah, honestly, my, dis my pick for that fight before it went down, I said I thought Robbie was going to win, um, you know, with a knockout in round three or four. You know, I, I thought he was going to get, you know, dominated in the first couple rounds and then, you know what I mean, get one of those, you know, Robbie Lawler knockouts that he, you know, that he's definitely able to get. Uh, unfortunately, that did not happen. And from rounds one all the way to the end, Kobe Covington completely dominated Robbie, like um, utter fucking domination. Like he he dominated uh you know Rafael dos Anjos when he fought him, and he like doubled that in this fucking fight. It was fucking ridiculous. I could not believe what the fuck I was watching. Um, in round one, it started off pretty good for Robbie. You know he had the bounce in his step, and the first two takedowns I think he stuffed, and I was like nice. Robbie fucking got this. He still got that sprawling ability and shit. And not even like a minute in, Kobe started really getting the fucking takedowns in, and he ended that first round with four fucking takedowns. Um, if you didn't see my uh, my collab episode that I did with Talk Too Much MMA, uh, shout out Cena from there. 
Um, if you didn't see that episode that I did on, um, on his uh, YouTube channel, I said that uh, Kobe was going to get four takedowns, period. You know what I mean? The whole fight. This motherfucker goes out and gets fucking four takedowns in the first motherfucking round. Fuck. And I was like, all right, fine. That prediction was correct. Now Robbie needs to just knock this motherfucker out and, you know, finish off my second half of the prediction. That did not happen. Um, Kobe's fucking pressure. Holy shit, dude. Honestly, I... I won't even lie. I, I kind of discredited uh, Kobe, you know what I mean, with his ability and shit. I always thought that he was just fighting, you know, smaller fighters, uh, you know, like he did with RDA and whatnot. And he was, you know, doing what he does there. And, you know, just, you know, just uh, hugging and grinding kind of style. But, holy shit, this boy completely changed my motherfucking mind. Uh, you know what I mean? That doesn't make me a fan of his but I respect the fuck out of his fighting ability now. Like, holy shit. Um, I mean, granted, then again, of course, I don't... I mean, when I say this, I'm not discrediting uh, I'm not discrediting Kobe. But, I mean, it, Robbie's 37 years old, you know what I mean? And in this fight, I, I'm a huge Robbie Lawler fan. Always have been, you know what I mean? Which kind of, you know what I mean, feeds into... My prediction, which was, you know, Robbie winning by knockout, which, you know what I mean, it kind of makes me a little biased because I definitely, you know I mean, I'm, I'm a huge Robbie Lawler fan. But, um, you know, it was it was kind of half biased and half, you know I mean, real, like, you know, real shit. I really thought he was going to get the knockout in the late rounds. But, you know what I mean? But, yeah, regardless, Robbie's 37 years old, and honestly, it, it, he, definitely sh he definitely showed his fucking age in this fight, which is very unfortunate to say. But, um... I don't know what the fuck was going on, dude. Fucking all fight, the whole fight from rounds one through five. I honestly probably only seen Robbie throw his left hand. He's a southpaw fighter, you know what I mean? So his left hand is his power hand. I saw him throw that shit maybe like 20 times total, total. And that's that's not right. I don't understand. There was something definitely wrong. I, You know what I mean? I, I, I hope his fucking hand was broken. You know what I mean? That would make a lot more sense. But... Robbie just completely got neutralized all fucking fight from the beginning to the end besides like the first 20 seconds of the fight you know what I mean when he stuffed the first two takedowns after that it was it was a blowout from there and um Colby was you know what I mean other than taking him down and you know what I mean controlling it down there and shit Colby was you know what I mean out striking him like a motherfucker on the feet too and, you know what I mean, had no fucking problem standing and trading with him. Every single, but, you know what I mean, that's his game, though. He he likes to disguise the, um, he likes to disguise the takedowns with strikes, you know what I mean? He'll fucking pressure you forward. The moment he gets you up against the cage, he'll throw, like, two strikes, you know what I mean? The moment he sees you put your guard up to block the strikes, he shoots for the fucking takedown. He always does that, but he fucking, he, like, perfected that shit in this fight. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck Robbie was doing, man. I don't know how he didn't see that shit coming. You know what I mean? Like, and Robbie was taking a shit ton of punches too. But regardless, you know what I mean? I don't know how he didn't see that shit coming. Every single time he was up against the fence, the motherfucker should have just circled the fuck away and get right back to the center. But every goddamn time he got up against the fence, he just, you know, he just, I guess he felt comfortable just staying up there and was just fucking rope-a-doping like the whole goddamn fight. Like, legend has it, he's still rope-a-doping right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it was fucking bad, bro. I don't know what the fuck I was watching. I've never seen Robbie Lawler like this, you know what I mean? Um, but, of course, I don't want to discredit Kobe at all because he completely did what the fuck he had to do. He, like, I said, if Kobe wins this fight, 
this would, ex you know what I mean, this would be how, but not as dominant as, you know what I mean, as how it happened. But um, I said if he wins this fight, it would be by, you know, unanimous decision doing this grinding out and, uh, you know, um, grinding out wrestling style. But he didn't just, you know what I mean, he, he wasn't just hugging, man. He was completely beating the shit out of Robbie this whole fucking fight. And, you know what I mean, Robbie's Robbie. He could take a punch, and that's what he was doing. He was just fucking taking punches all fight. Um, after round two, like, I, I mean, of course the grinding and uh, forward pressure style that Kobe has and a lot of the best wrestlers have, that will definitely drain fighters, you know what I mean? It'll definitely drain the fuck out of their energy, you know what I mean, going forward. But, I mean, Robbie wasn't throwing anything but fucking jabs. I don't understand what the fuck was going on. He wasn't even throwing body kicks, leg kicks, you know, head kicks, nothing. And Robbie loves those goddamn head kicks. Fucking, you know what I mean? Anytime he did throw power strikes, it was just like one at a fucking time. And he more than likely missed the fucking shot. He did land a couple left hands, which seemed to stumble Colby back a couple times. But every time, you know what I mean, Robbie would never fucking rush in. I mean, of course... He's watching out for the takedown. You rush in, as I always say. Like the best wrestlers love to use the um, that uh, that momentum. You know what I mean? That forward momentum that fighters have. Wrestlers love to use that momentum, go underneath to get the takedown. And you know what I mean? I see that. But when you're losing a fight as bad as you are, the moment you see a motherfucker stumble, you gotta try to get that round. You know what I mean? You gotta try to get the finish or win that round decisively. You know what I mean? Get a 10-8 round. But Robbie wasn't doing any of that. I don't know what the fuck happened, but. Like, after the first two rounds, Robbie just, he just gave up pretty much, you know what I mean? And I hate to say that because it's Robbie, you know? And, but that's literally what the fuck it looked like. And it's, I don't know, man, fucking um, my boy Cena from Talk Too Much MMA, he, he, pretty, he was like, he said, uh, he thinks, now he sees Robbie as like kind of a gatekeeper. This was before the fight. And I was like, damn, you really think so, huh? But holy shit, man, um, if this is what it's going to look like for, you know, for the rest of Robbie's career, especially when he fights against the, um, you know, like the top, if he, if he ever fights again against the top three of the division, which is fucking killer's row of wrestlers, you know what I mean? Kamaru, um, Kobe, and uh, Tyron Woodley, I believe. But, um, you know, I would like to see the Woodley rematch anyways, because I, I doubt Woodley would wrestle uh, Lawler anyways like that. But... You know what I mean? Regardless, Kobe or uh, Kamaru, you know what I mean? I, I don't see uh, Lawler fighting Kobe again, but I'm saying if he does or if he ever even fights Kamaru, this exactly will happen all over again. Um, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know what the fuck he's going to do going forward. He's ranked number 11 or 12, Robbie Lawler is. So, you know what I mean? I'm not sure who the fuck you match him up. I, I, you know what I mean? I, I don't see him being in title contention anymore, especially after this loss, unless he goes on, like, a fucking straight-up kill streak. And, you know what I mean? Just finishes, like, four motherfuckers in a row in the span of, like, one year or some shit. I don't see that fucking happening, though. Um, but, you know what I mean? Congrats to Kobe. He fucking did his goddamn thing and completely obliterated Robbie every single round. Um, he threw over 500 strikes, I believe. Uh, he land. I'm, I'm not sure how much he landed. I gotta look into that. I'm gonna look into that right now, really quick, as I'm talking. But, dude, he threw 500 fucking strikes, and landed uh, 12 fucking takedowns, I believe it was. That's fucking insane. You know what I mean? You cannot discredit that. 
Uh, you know, I mean, of course, like I said, I hope Robbie's hand was broken or some shit, and that's why, or you know, what I mean, but more than he landed 179 strikes in that fucking fight. He landed 179 strikes and got 10 fucking takedowns. That's that's fucking insane. You know what I mean? Against Robbie Lawler too, you fucking out striking by over a hundred. That's fucking that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Kobe should get all the fucking credit in the goddamn world. And you know what I mean? And it's fucking ridiculous too, cause like he's not gonna get the credit because Kamaru Usman is the champion right now, and everyone thinks that uh, Kamaru is like you know just a better version of um, of Kobe. And honestly, they're both the same kind of fighter, you know, that fucking, that relentless pace, that relentless pressure and shit. But honestly, this fight can go either way. You know what I mean? Some people are saying that, um, that they think, uh, that Kamaru's, um, cardio is better than Colby's. And honestly, I, I don't fucking know. I really don't fucking know. If you have Kamaru out there throwing over 500 fucking strikes in five rounds and you don't think he's going to gas out, I don't know about that. You know what I mean? Like, he, like, he'll throw his, like, usual, you know, 15 to 20 strikes around and shit, but five, you know what I mean, 500 total fucking strikes in five rounds, Kamaru's arms are big as fuck, I cannot see that motherfucker holding his fucking arms up, you know what I mean, that long, if he can throw fucking 500 fucking strikes, you know what I mean, after he gets past 300 fucking strikes, I feel like he won't be able to throw his, uh, keep his fucking arms up, you know, so, as for the, you know, cardio and pace, I, I got to give it to Colby, you know what I mean? And I'm saying that I'm not a fucking Colby fan, but I, I've come to the realization that this motherfucker is good, you know? He is, he's, he's better than good, you know? He's, he's definitely one of the top um, fighters in the UFC in general. And honestly, if I were to give, uh, you know, like, like the award for best fucking cardio in the organization right now, I probably have to give it to him. You know what I mean? I would, before this fight, I would always give it to Frankie Edgar. You know what I mean? Because he, his pace is fucking crazy. You know what I mean? But this shit, throwing over fucking 500 strikes and uh, in rounds three, four, and five, the the strike number went up each round. You know what I mean? They didn't drop. They went up. So it was like round three, Colby threw uh, 32 strikes or something, I believe. <laughs> Excuse me. He threw 32 strikes, I believe, and then round four he threw like uh, 42, and then round five he threw like 50 something. That's you know what I mean. That's fucking insane. That that volume is fucking nuts. Like only other person I could see doing that would be like Max Holloway or some shit. You know what I mean? And I don't even think it, he would even get that high with his strikes with his volume. But you know what I mean? Definitely the one thing that uh, I give Kamaru is the strength advantage. That is a definite, because that motherfucker is a beast. And Kobe is strong as shit, but I, I can't see him, there's no way I see him taking down Kamaru as easily as he did uh, Robbie Lawler, you know what I mean? Can I see him getting a couple takedowns? Of course, fuck yeah I can. But I, he's definitely gonna have to really fucking work for it, you know what I mean? When, he, when Kobe fought Lawler this Saturday, this uh, past Saturday, he pretty much took him down at will besides the first two, you know what I mean? And the fifth round, he didn't get a takedown. He, I, I think he only attempted one and he didn't get it. But, you know what I mean, once he saw that he was picking Robbie apart on the fucking feet, he didn't really give a shit. And he would just, just fucking, he just jabbed the fuck out of Robbie all, all the fifth round, you know what I mean? And Robbie would just fucking bobbing and weaving and rope-a-doping and shit, but 
that's it. That's all he was doing. I don't know how the fuck he had all the energy to fucking rope a dope, but he couldn't fucking throw a goddamn punch, you know? So I really want to say that motherfucker's hand was broken or some shit, but, you know what I mean? I'm, I ain't going to fucking hound on that too much. I'm going to fucking move on from that and just, you know, just keep talking about the division. But, um, yeah, the fight that needs to happen now past this event is Kobe versus Kamaru. There's literally no other fight, uh, you know what I mean, for, you know, there's no other fight those two should have, period. You know what I mean? Everyone's talking about, oh, let's give Masvidal a title shot. No, don't fucking give Masvidal a title shot. He, yes, he knocked Darren Till out, and he knocked uh, Ben Askren out in five seconds. Amazing. Good for him. I'm a huge Masvidal fan, too. But those two wins should not secure a title shot, you know what I mean? Amazing wins, especially the second one, uh, the five-second the five second knockout. Amazing, you know what I mean? He, uh, he broke a record. You know, he made history and shit. But two, like, before these two wins, he was on a two-fight losing streak, you know what I mean? Give him one more fight, and, you know what I mean, he wins this one more fight, give him a title shot. But this, this one more fucking fight has to be against uh, Leon Edwards. Honey fucking percent has to be. One, the motherfucking stories are already there with the fucking three-piece and a soda. Um, you know what I mean? When uh, Masvidal attacked this motherfucker backstage and shit. You know what I mean? So that shit's already there. You know what I mean? You don't, you ha you don't have to build shit up. This could be, this could be a main event of... Um, uh, they, they, they ain't gonna put this in no fucking cable, in no fucking cable spot. This is definitely gonna be on a pay-per-view co-main or some shit. But regardless, I don't give a fuck. It could be a co-main. I would like, I would love to see it as a five-round. But you know what I mean? Fuck it. If it has to be a co-main or one of the co uh, one of the main fights in the pay-per-view, because you know damn right that's what they're gonna try to do just to make that damn money. They're probably gonna do it in uh, Madison Square Garden in November second. I believe they announced uh, the Madison Square Garden card for. But um, yeah, I, I, I am almost certain that's when it's gonna happen. And it has to happen, you know what I mean? Um, it's pretty much already set in stone. I think Dana says, you can't never fucking listen to anything Dana says, but I think it's already set in stone that um, Kobe versus is gonna happen in uh, MSG. So I can almost guarantee that the co-main event, if that's not the main event, I can almost guarantee the co-main event is gonna be, uh, you know, Masvidal versus um, Leon, and it has to happen. If um, you know the winner of that fight should definitely get the next title shot after Colby and uh, Kamaru fight. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean? That's like that's perfect matchmaking right there. But the UFC, as I like to call it sometimes, the ultimate fucking circus has, you know, what I mean, they've never been known for the greatest and most, you know the best matchmaking that fucking makes perfect sense. You know what I mean? They're definitely not known for that. But that's how you gotta fucking do it. That's definitely how you gotta do it for this division. Um, you know, past the division, sorry, past, you know, past those two fights, it's, it's pretty much a free-for-all in that welterweight division. You know what I mean? It's fucking stacked right now. A lot, like that top 10 is really fucking good. Like if you look into it, and then there's, then there's fighters like, um, Eliseo uh, Dos Santos and uh, Jeff Neal, who's not even ranked, and they're on a fucking killing spree too, you know what I mean? So, no, actually, Eliseo is ranked number 14, I want to say, but Jeff Neal is not ranked, unless they, you know, unless they changed it after last week when he beat uh, Nico Price. Um, he might be in the top 15 now, but neither of them is in the top 10, which is crazy, and they're both fucking animals. 
Um, I don't know what they're going to do with Robbie in the rankings. He was ranked number 11 going into the fight with Colby, so I don't know if he's going to drop or what. But, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't really know what to do with him in the division. But um, uh, I would like to see Wonder Boy take on, you know, someone like Jeff Neal or take on someone like uh, uh, Eliseo Dos Santos. Of course, going against Eliseo Dos Santos probably, it sounds like a more entertaining fight, you know what I mean? Dos Santos is like a fucking capoeira type of fighter, like this motherfucker's throwing all these crazy spinning techniques and shit, and Wonder Boy's Wonder Boy, you know? Great uh, great karate fighter, so that that fight, you know what I mean? It's, it's almost certain that it would be, you know, a pretty competitive and pretty fun fight, so I would I would probably rather see that than uh, Wonder Boy take on Jeff Neal. But uh, if we're talking about Jeff Neal, I mean, I would like to see, you know what, let me look into the top 10 ranking of, uh, of the division really quick. Do, 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 do. Sorry guys, give me one fucking second. As I said, I'm on the go right now, so I'm not even, you know I mean, I'm not in the studio. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just on my phone, I got my lavalier mic that um, you know, I carry around with me in my book bag at all times just in case for, for uh, times like this. So, um, yeah, yeah. So this is going to be the first ever um, you know, on-the-go episode. But, I mean, like I said in the beginning of the episode, you know, it, it might take me a little bit to get the ball rolling, but, you know, I'm, I'm going now. I'm comfortable, so <laughs> let's get this shit going. But, um, all right, yeah, so I'm looking at the top ten now. Number one, I mean, well, the, the champion is Kamaru. Number one is Woodley, two, Colby. Three is Masvidal. How is Kobe number two? What the fuck? He should be number one. All right, never mind. Masvidal is number three. Uh, Leon is number four. RDA is number five. Six is Darren Till. Seven is Stephen Thompson. Anthony Pettis is number eight. Okay. Um, how is he number eight? Because he knocked out. If he's number eight, then shouldn't he take Stephen Thompson's spot? That shouldn't even, I don't even know. I don't even know. Um, number nine is Santiago Ponzinibbio. I believe he has a fight. I already, I, I believe he has a fight that's, um, that's scheduled. I have to look into that. Uh, number 10 is Ben Askren. 11 is Robbie still. Uh, they probably just haven't changed it yet. Number 12 is Maya. 13, Neil Magny. 14, uh, Eliseo Dos Santos. And 15 is Vicente Luque. Uh, Vicente Luque is fighting Mike Perry this upcoming weekend, I believe. So he's all set. Um, yeah, I would love to see Stephen Thompson take on uh, Eliseo Dos Santos. And honestly, Askren and Robbie is number 10 and 11. So if that rematch were to ever happen, this would probably be the perfect fucking time to happen. Even though it's like, you know, one fight away from that fight that these two guys just had. Um, you know what I mean? It's, you look at this fucking list, and that's the only thing that makes sense right now. Uh, for Rafael Dos Anjos, I don't know. I think I'd like to see him fight Darren Till. I think that'd be really interesting. No, you know what? I'd like to see Jeff Neal fight Darren Till. I think that'd be fucking dope. That'd be fucking dope. Let's do that. Yeah. Those motherfuckers need to make that shit happen. But, um, yeah, but going back to what we were talking about earlier... Um, the matches that have to fucking happen is definitely uh, Kamaru Usman versus Colby Covington for the welterweight title and uh, Leon Edwards taking on Jorge Masvidal for the number one contendership for that welterweight title. But, um, like, you know, like I said, fucking UFC has never been known to making the matches that make sense, just the ones that make money. 
And honestly, these motherfucking matches do make money. So what the fuck am I talking about? These mother, both of these fucking fights will sell out a fucking arena. No motherfucking doubt. And if they're gonna do this at MSG, then fuck, I might even be there. Shit, I was supposed to go to the fucking the, this Lawler versus Kobe fight in New Jersey. I live in Connecticut, you know what I mean? For the people who don't know, but um, uh, yeah, I was supposed to go to this Kobe and Lawler fight. But honestly, I'm. Pretty fucking happy I didn't because the card was not the most entertaining. <laughs> but um, MSG, it's fucking bound to be motherfucking great. You know what I mean? They wouldn't be doing it at MSG if they ain't going to put on some fucking crazy event. Um, and it's definitely going to be a pay-per-view, so you know the fucking main card's going to be stacked. Um, and honestly, if you go back to the past MSG fights, they stacked that motherfucker from the prelims up. So, um, you know what I mean? It's definitely going to be a fucking insane card and uh the tickets are probably gonna be asinine as fuck but i'm gonna try my best to fucking get some tickets for that one but um yeah those two fights have to fucking happen and you know i mean nothing else nothing else fucking makes sense you know i mean for the main fights in the division has to fucking happen and um if i'm gonna you know i don't i don't really want to pick right now who i would you know, who I would have for those fights because, you know, I want to break it down if they get made. I want to break it down in an episode in the future uh, leading up to the event. But if I were to pick right now between those fights, <sighs> well, I'll start with Leon Edwards and Jorge Masvidal because I, even in the breakdown, I, I still, I'm still going to pick Leon because matchups make fights, you know what I mean? And Leon is a very bad matchup for Jorge, dude. He is fucking huge. This motherfucker's walking, he's 6'2", uh, Leon is, and uh, Jorge's 5'11", so he's giving up the size, giving up the reach, um, and, you know what I mean, giving up the weight, because Jorge, you know what I mean, he's a natural 155-er, and, you know what I mean, so he's, this, this is, you know, a more, you know, healthier weight class for him, but Leon, this motherfucker, he could fight at 185, or shit, he could even fight at 205 if he really fucking wanted to, it would be a big mistake, but he definitely could. But um, yeah, I think this is, I think this is just a bad matchup for Masvidal. I thought Ben Askren would, uh, you know, was a, a bad matchup, and honestly, I still do. You know, that fucking fight only lasted five fucking seconds. Motherfucking ducked right into a goddamn flying knee. So we never know, we never will know how that fight could have turned out. If this, all the motherfucker had to do was just take two steps to the left or take two steps to the fucking right. But uh, you know, we'll never find out now. But um. You know what I mean? I think that would be a horrible matchup for Jorge, and I see, uh, you know, Edwards dominating that fight. I, I don't even see him finishing the fight. I just see him completely dominating that fight. Uh, you know, just take him down, beat him up. You know, he could get the TKO down there, but, you know, I don't see that happening. I see him really, like, you know, kind of trying to beat, beat up Masvidal, you know what I mean? And it doesn't have to be on the feet. Leon's a smart fighter, and if he... I, I would like to think that he knows that fighting Masvidal on the feet is a bad idea because that's just feeding into Masvidal's game, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, I, I'm going to pick Leon for that fight. And uh, going on to the Kobe versus Kamaru fight, if it happens right now, I want to... This, this is just a prediction right now because I'm definitely going to, you know what I mean, do my usual uh, studying, take my notes, and then break it down at a later point. But if I were to pick right now, right now, I'm probably going to have to go with Kamaru, you know what I mean? Um, he's he's definitely the stronger fighter, and Kobe, you know what I mean, what makes him good is his wrestling game. And I cannot see him, you know, throwing Kamaru around like he did uh, to Robbie Lawler. I can't fucking see that. I mean, 
I, I mean, I, I can see it because every fucking time, you know, I mean, I, every time I like, I think Kobe's gonna get fucked up or some shit. He just fucking demolishes motherfuckers. But um, uh, yeah, I can't see him doing that to Kamaru. Ah, I mean, I can, but I can't. You know, I mean, it's hard for me to see it. That's a better way to say it. It's hard for me to see it, but I can definitely see it. Um, I could definitely see Kamaru throwing around Kobe a lot, you know what I mean, a lot clearer than I see Kobe doing that to him. But if it if it's like straight up on the feet, I give it to Kobe. Some people saying, I've heard motherfuckers say that Kamaru's striking is better than Kobe's. No, it's not. Please, man, please. Go back and look at his fucking fight with uh, Dos Anjos. And go back and look at his fight with uh, Woodley. Yes, he had Woodley hurt on the feet in, at one point. But, you know what I mean, Woodley's striking defense has never been great. You know what I mean? When he gets hit, that motherfucker gets hit. But um, the strikes that Kamaru was hitting on him, they were very sloppy. There was, like, no technique in those fucking strikes. He was just winging them shit. I don't even think he was breathing. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that motherfucker just held his breath and just started swinging. You can't be doing that. You know what I'm saying? And after he did that, that was in the fourth round, I believe, where he had Woodley in trouble on the feet and he just, like, started uh, hooking off. Once he started hooking off in the fifth round, he, you know what I mean, he knew he was winning that fight, so he didn't really, uh, you know, go in to dominate that fifth round. He just kind of coasted, but he still won that fifth round, though, because Woodley ain't do shit. Um, but yeah, Kamaru still got the takedown in the fifth, but the volume of strikes wasn't there. Um, this motherfucker, Kobe, he kept his volume up the whole fucking fight, and the volume just kept, you know, adding on every fucking round. So... You know, when it comes to volume, uh, you know, and the, and the striking, I give it to Kobe. When it comes to the, uh, you know, the strength and the wrestling in this fight, I gotta give it to, uh, I gotta give it to Kamaru. You know what I mean? Because he's stronger. If he could fucking shake off Kobe's attempts at the takedowns, then, you know, what I mean, Kobe's gonna be in trouble. You know what I mean? Unless he fights very fucking smart on the feet and just stays away from Kamaru's takedowns. But, um, yeah, but if I were to pick right now, right now, I would probably have to go with Kamaru. But, you know what I mean, when I do my, uh, my preview and breakdown for, uh, for the fight at a later time, you know what I mean, it's very possible that I could switch that. And it's probably not going to be the most popular, but I don't give a fuck. I break this shit down to the fucking T. You know what I mean? I fucking study. I don't just fucking make a prediction out my fucking ass. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, so we're going to figure that out. But this was Nabi Podcast. I am your host, Sani Nabi. This was episode 15, the, um, the review for UFC on ESPN 5, Kobe versus Lawler. And, um, yeah, the next fight coming up is going to be Shevchenko versus, uh, oh, Liz Carmouche. I had it in my head for a second. My bad. Yeah, um, Valentina Shevchenko taking on Liz Carmouche for the uh, flyweight, the women's flyweight title. The champion is Valentina, of course. Um, this is going to be this upcoming Saturday. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to do an episode. I'm, I, I, you know what? I'm going to do an episode for it because I've been fucking slacking. So I'm definitely going to do an episode for that today. Uh, not today, but, you know, this coming week before the fight happens. Uh, I'm definitely going to take my notes for it this week. And I'll hopefully get it out Wednesday or Thursday the latest. But... No doubt. Also, NFL is back, motherfuckers. So I know I've been doing MMA, uh, you know, this whole time with these first 15 episodes. But now that the NFL has started, uh, technically, you know, preseason has technically just started. Now that NFL is back, 
I'm going to be covering that motherfucking shit, too. So get ready for that. Um, you know, talk about fantasy. Talk about, um, you know, the weekly matchups for each team. and shit, You know, like the each, each game, each game of the week. Um, yeah, I'm an Eagles. I'm a diehard Eagles fan, too. So you know I'm going to be breaking down them fucking them boys. But, uh, yep, this was Nabi Podcast. This is episode 15. I'm your host, Sani Nabi, and I will see you guys episode 16. Oh. I didn't even start this motherfucker off like I really want, well, not really wanted to, but I usually do. So I'm going I'm to end off with, it's probably going to sound stupid as shit because I usually start with this. But um, if you're new to the show, don't already know, Nabi Podcast is on Spotify and iTunes. If you're not already um, subscribed to me uh, and you use either of those platforms, please search me up and please subscribe. All of the support is greatly appreciated as always. But... For, for the third fucking time, this is Nabi Podcast. I am your host, Sani Nabi, and I will see you guys later. Peace.